Welcome to episode 26 of Unqualified Game Chat. I am your host, Azario Lopez, and with me today is Spencer Legacy. Oh, that was the nicest one yet. I, I just mm. want to point out that was smooth. Mm-hmm. I've been working was- on my harmonies. Beautiful. Listening to Boys to Men a lot. Always um, a good choice. Yeah. We got to do a row sometime where I'll join in halfway through and go legacy. And then, oh, yeah. Yeah, we got to do that sometime. And then we just, we go into, uh, we go into end of the road. <laughs> I, I forgot the song, but I know, I know the, uh, I have the, the music video in my head. Yeah. It's very powerful. I'm, I, you know what? If you say it's powerful, I believe it. Yeah. It's like, there we go. To the end of the road, still I can't let go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. And then he's like, fucking beautiful. And then he goes like the bass and it's like, hello, Spencer. I know you've been thinking about me and I've been thinking about you too. (laughs) But there's this distance between us it's just getting complicated it's a country away (laughs) well baby i'm here to tell you distance ain't no thing but a thing (laughs) i like it i think that would be that should be our live our live intro when we do a live one (laughs) Um, well spencer as you know this episode is Recorded every week, posted on Thursdays to all your podcast services, iTunes, YouTubes, Spotify's. Um, yeah, please subscribe to those channels. Leave us and leave us a, a review, five stars, naturally, a natural five star, and uh, we'll we'll appreciate it. If there's anybody that if there's anybody that appreciates anything, it's us. It's I us. Know, I know plenty of you probably listen to the Noisy Pixel podcasts, and I love that group of people. But if we're going to be, if we're going to be like cool right now. If we're going to be honest, like uh, mano y mano. Yeah, break it un- to them. Unqualified game chat's the better podcast. It's true. They call me a traitor over there or a net menace, mm-hmm. whatever it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And in my I head, I'm like. So how do I fight off three nerds? You know, I can't do it, Spencer. So I just let them say it, you know, but I got your back. Oh yeah, no, I know it. I, I know it can be an awkward situation. And you know what? I think that's fine. Cause I know that you're thinking that's not true. He's yeah. not a nemesis. Off air. I say something. Yeah. Off like I say, you guys, that was not fucking cool. Can you tone, can you fucking tone down the, the Spencer comments? Because Spencer they really, af- see. they oh, really affect yeah. me. They really affect me. And uh, he's my best friend. That's what I say. He watches our podcast because he's a cool friend. So yeah. he's not really happy to hear that. 
you're, you're really hurting his feelings. Every time he tunes in, he hears terrible things about himself. He goes, oh, oh. Spencer, I want to know what you're playing. Well, uh, recently I was playing a little game we talked about in the ANA called Samurai Warriors 5. Mm, and mm. I guess I'm in the Japanese history now. Oh, Samurai Warriors. You're in the Sengoku period. I yeah, I I was like, wow, this is a goofy, fun anime story. And then I did some googling, and apparently it's it's based on true events, and a lot of the things are fairly accurate. And I was like, Japanese history fucking rules, dude. Yeah, it's just betrayal and brotherhood and friendship and battle. I mean, okay, Nobunaga Oda didn't slay. You know, thousands of people on a map. With, but he, but he could have. But he could have. Arguably, yeah. he could have. He could have. So we can't. I wasn't there. I can't say he didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who can but say? Who can say? Maybe Koei Tecmo is the most right people of all. Maybe they they have some very old man who 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 saw it all and said we yeah. need to make a a game where Nobunaga can slash through thousands of foes using cool laser sword energy attacks and you know what god bless them because i love it it's there, it's there might have been a time period where we just forgot all of these moves you know like yeah. humans humans somehow upgraded but degraded in the same sense so reliant on smartphones that we mm-hmm. forgot how to use sword mm-hmm. energy beams mm-hmm. musu attacks and ultimate skills yeah i can't let me tell you i bet my great grandpa was doing musu attacks I bet I, he was doing it like crazy. I personally doubt that Koei Tecmo would make so many video games based on this Nobunaga character unless all of that happened. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So, I I'm mean. I'm starting to believe it's all, it's all true. It's all completely true. How many ambitions can Nobunaga have? That's if, true. He's got ambitions. He has samurai warriors. He has Pokemon in some mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's crazy this yeah. dude had a had the full meal deal going he had a rochi on a few he of a them rochi. he had a rayquaza i think he was I, in the spirit of sonata yeah so he, like he's everywhere he was in gintama as a ghost he was uh man he like i was i was trying to think about like because i've seen like japanese pop culture so many references to nomonaga is he like their equivalent in terms of like pop culture to like abraham lincoln Dude, that's who i was thinking of and i believe yeah. you're right yeah yeah like not that like he's not like the like a president or a prime minister but in terms of like if someone were making a reference on like an american cartoon to a historical figure who's like epic they might mm-hmm. be like abraham lincoln so i'm thinking he's like the, i get the vibe that he's the same level of like known which is really interesting to me because nobody seems way cooler <laughs> I will say that uh, it kind of it kind of makes me upset that I don't know too many like Nobunaga speeches because I'm sure that I'm sure he, they were great. I'm sure that they were equivalent to the Gettysburg Address. I bet they were, and yeah. then if if they weren't, he'd muso attack the crowd so nobody could say <laughs> otherwise. So so I'm gonna say on record top three speeches in history: Gettysburg Address, number one. Yeah, number two. Yeah something nobunaga said yeah. and number three the president's speech from independence day yeah that's good too actually you're right mm-hmm. you know what i bet 
I bet that's true. I bet Nobunaga had like a banging speech at least once. I mean, like he tripped over his words, then he slayed everyone. But I bet that he had like at least one perfect one. I bet it ruled because Nobunaga is a fascinating individual. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to learning more about all these crazy characters that are that were real people. So this Muso game inspired me to look into history, which is pretty impressive, I'd say. Are you a fan of the Musu series? And I mostly play the licensed ones, so like mm-hmm. Berserk and One Piece and stuff like that. I always want a Power Ranger one. I think that would work. I don't know why they haven't done that, but I, I do love a good Muso here and there. It's just, it's like, it's like Japan's equivalent to Lego games, where after like a long day, you can just pop it in. Yeah, you don't have to think. You just go. I will and say, you know Pirate Pirate Warriors Four, really good one. Really good really good um but but the samurai warriors series has honestly been pretty pretty straightforward and and one of the best like spin-off series to like the yeah. dynasty the dynasty warriors umbrella i was into it. it it was really interesting like i was like oh his brother did that and then his brother died oh my god and i like googled it and i was like it's all true his yeah. brother did do that and then he died I was pl- I, mean, I was yeah. playing this oh my gosh and I can't even think about it right now. It was it was like a French tactical RPG that a Chinese studio made and somebody listening would probably know what it is but it was based off of French history and they had oh, like cool. yeah and I started googling the characters and stuff that they had and sure they they gender bent some of them but but it was like uh it was pretty close to like yeah. these. These are actual characters. It was like uh, the the Bonaparte family was all there and <laughs> the rules. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And I looked at like old pictures of them. They look nothing like their in game anime yeah. <laughs> illustrations. Yeah, I guarantee Nobunaga wasn't like a, an anime boy with like a half a half toga. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> like a yeah. I, I guarantee he didn't look like that, but I like to think he did. Yeah, yeah. We can all dream that yeah. he is that dreamy. We I think uh, that everyone was that anime. So the the art style, did you enjoy the new graphics that they? I did. Yeah, they, I didn't know they were new because I've, this is the first Samurai Warriors I played. But I like I loved the models. I loved when you do uh, your like Muso attacks and it you get the cool two D art that was really nice. Uh, I really I quite liked it. Yeah, honestly, this is the best thing that they could have did because three D graphics they're not aging well. No, you're absolutely right about that. So this game will probably look good in a couple of years, even wherever it's wherever you play it, it'll probably have a good aesthetic. But you, you can't get by playing some of the older 3D games. And I think it was a good a good test for them for these older console releases to kind of change up some things to make them so. to make them future proof. Three and the PS4 we hit a point where like the graphics will just age fine because mm-hmm. it's as realistic or as vivid, vivid as you can get at least like as far as like at a baseline. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a PS one game where you're like, Oh, that's very obviously not realistic, but it's like, you can see like pores and shit now. Yeah. So I, I feel like this will always look good. Yeah. 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 So, I'm glad yeah, you're enjoying I had a blast with that. 
Are we moving? Are we moving on? Are we talking? We're talking about me now. I want to hear what you've been playing, Azario. Well, I've been playing a few games, but the one I want to talk about on this podcast is Fuga Melodies of Steel. That's it gonna is, be another one where I'm gonna have to message you after the show and say, "What game did you talk about playing again?" It is a. It's a based off of the Tales Concerto series uh, from developer CyberConnect Two, and it is. I mean, yeah, the characters are little furries, but it is so good. Really? It, what kind of game is it? It's a turn-based RPG, but kind of like Advanced Wars style in the sense oh, where okay. you have a, a line in between your battle screen. You have tank on the, your tank on this side and enemies on this side. But that's, I mean, that's the only equivalent of Advanced Wars. The, then it's like a board game map where you, mm. you kind of go on a path and then you'll come to a divide and it'll say, take the hard route, the normal route or the safe route sometimes. And those expand. Um, taking the harder route is definitely tougher battles, but you get better rewards. Um, taking the safe route means you won't level up and have enough resources to, to build up your ship or your tank uh, to fight the final boss. There, there's no level grinding. You can't go back. You, you only go forward. So you have yeah. to really keep that in mind is that you won't get any more resources than the resources that are in front of you. So everything you do has to take that in, into consideration. So once you get to the, the boss, an option will pop up that says uh, soul cannon. Okay. So the bosses are really hard. This is a very strategical game where you have three guns and each of your characters, which grows from six and you get more along the way, but um, they each like excel in one or three weapons. You got a, like a cannon or a machine gun. Um, and then enemies are kind of weak to one of those where if you hit their weakness, they'll delay their attack. So you see the time bar at the top. Anyway, the, the, the battles are fucking difficult um, and they'll, they'll push your, your ways of knowledge um, in terms of strategy RPGs. But then this soul cannon option pops up. And let me tell you, dude, this is the most fucked up thing anybody has ever done to me in a fucking video game. They say, you can win this battle right away and move on. At the cost of one of your characters. Ooh. So you sacrifice one of the children furries who go into the soul cannon, give up their bodies. Oh my God. And the soul, and there's no reversing it. You just oh move God. on. There's no, you'll think that the main character is this character, Malt. He's not the main character. There is no main character. Each character is their own. Each character has their own personality. You can control each character when you're walking around the tank. Dude. They fucking they I I sacrificed one of the fucking kids and they never came back. Oh my god, that's so dark. Yeah, yeah. And and they don't just move on. The the people they react to it. Um there's a there's it's there's sadness, you know, they they're they're kids and the first time you beat a boss, like I remember Malt saying I can't believe we just killed somebody like this is the first time like they've ever experienced something like this. And it's super yeah. heavy in that, in that sense where they're impulsive, but they're also uh, innocent, you know? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So they're, the whole idea is that they're trying to rescue their, their family who was uh, stolen, taken from their home, their peaceful hometown by this Burman army. And uh, yeah, really good game. It's on all consoles. It's going to be available by the time this posts most likely. And yeah, I, I do suggest picking it up and it's beautiful. It's just a beautiful game. It sounds really intense. It sounds deceptively not, it seems not intense, but then you can soul cannon people. Yeah. The thing about the soul cannon that I didn't like, and this has nothing to do with the game, but if you pre-order the digital deluxe edition, you will, uh, you'll get a free soul cannon. They give you a, so it's like, huh? Like, are they going to just sell these? Like you don't have to waste a person type of thing. Like, is this blow through it? Yeah. Is this like a monetization thing? But I will tell you with the digital deluxe version, you do get bathing suit DLC. So there you go. Automatic purchase baby. And you get the free soul cannon. And why not? Why not top it off? Cherry on top with the soul cannon. That's like a free boss battle. That's a, it's a free boss battle. Save it till the end. You, you you get to the end of the game. You don't even have to stress. Well, there's some things at the ending. Okay. Get, just get to the ending. It's like a little 10 chapters, you know, but I'm not going to spoil anything, but do it. Nice. It it's, really only, it's only going to take you a weekend if you if you play through it because you're always moving forward. There's no way to go back. So you're constantly just going one direction. Um, you could take all the safe routes you want if if you want to just speed through it. But I, I suggest don't and just try your hardest. Save your items. But yeah. Nice. Uga. That's interesting. Melody of Steel. Um, I guess that that leads us to our uh, discussion today. Yeah. The and pitch. It kinda it kinda is it's based off of an announcement today that uh, I think it's Neptunia Senron Kagura Ninja Girls, Ninja Wars or something like that was announced today from yeah. Idea Factory International. Uh, coming west it's a collaboration between two ips senran kagura and neptunia two games that really got me into obscure japanese games and I, i'd like to ask you real quick what kind of got you into following like weird japanese games because i assume you played it as a kid and then through high school you got into some other maybe call of duty or something I didn't the, have a Call of Duty phase. I was a gross weeb. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. I was a dirty weeb from day one. Wow. Yeah. It was, I mean, like the first Japanese things I played were like Pokemon and Dragon Quest. And then when it got more obscure, it was like, I don't know, maybe like Rampa when I was <laughs> like following something awful threads about it because my friend was like, you have to check this out. And I was like, this is so cool. It's a shame it's not translated, so I'll just read forum posts of Let's Plays. Uh, so th- that was probably like the most obscure I ever got. So that's probably what did it. Um, and then working at Monster Vine, I've played a lot of like random games uh, from like ones we've talked about, like Occupus Trip and stuff, to Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash. That was a very strange one. Um, and so, like, I'm not as submerged as you might be but i'm open to it like i'm not like oh these games aren't for me i'm i'm open to pretty much everything so i'm always interested in new stuff which is why i'm excited to hear about hyperdimension neptunia because i know nothing about it 
Well, okay. So this series kind of took me off guard because before this, um, so I played RPGs in, into high school and I still, I still watched anime off and on, but, but through the four years of high school, I got, and maybe middle school, I got really into skating and I kind of went that direction. Uh, I'm, Cal- I'm California, dude. I gotta, Damn. I gotta hit some faking trays. I gotta do, I gotta do it all, dude. Um, kick flips, maybe. Um, so skate I, when you're not skateboarding just to, to really I don't think, complete it. I don't think skate was around. Maybe it was. Maybe like late high school it was around. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, so I would I would I was into that. Um and it honestly probably wasn't until I was like 20, 21 that I, I just didn't care what my friends thought anymore. Actually, I do remember this time where I was really into Call of Duty and I went to a tournament. I would do tournaments around uh um, Wow. Yeah, I would I would go to LA and do tournaments and stuff. And this one time, it was an it was a local event, and I did a tournament, and my the person that was a playing was this twelve year old dude, and he fucking destroyed me, and I thought not in a mad sense, not I'm not being a fucking baby, all right, I'm just thinking, if a twelve year old could get good at this shit then why am I playing it? You know, why do I, why do I think so highly of myself when a 12 year old is clearly better than me, you know, yeah. and I'm over here like hot shit. I, uh, my KO, you know, it's, uh, and so I looked at, I looked at some games that I found interesting and I'm thinking like, what's this Neptunia? And I play this Neptunia game and I'm like, listen, no fucking 12 year old is going to be better at me (laughs) at this game. (laughs) And um, I had this girlfriend at the time and I I remember I got Neptunia and I got cross edge and uh, the girlfriend at the time, she she didn't really understand it. And, um, and rightfully so it's a really weird thing to just dump on somebody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You went from skater Azario to to hyperdimension Neptunia Azario. Yeah. And I remember like Tales of Zelia came out around that time and Nino Cooney and I was so stoked off of those. And and then I got a Vita out of nowhere and this is all in the same, like same year, just of this transition. Um, And so the Neptunia series for me, I hold like close as getting me out of this, uh, more into this world. I didn't join the community at all. I, I, I platinumed Neptunia one. I platinum Neptunia two. Um, I, I love the series today, you know? Um, but I will say that it, it is, it is daunting, but from, from all the communities that are like kind of uh, standoffish or like, like, like you have, the East community or like the Falcom community, where it's like, fuck you. If you don't know the history, fuck you. Um, I've never been put down by the Neptunia community, even as a journalist, even at anime expo, they're always so nice to me. Um, just really sweet people. Um, so shout out to the Neptunia community for one. If you, if you want like people that are, that are nerdy, that are cool. Welcoming. Yeah. Uh, and they don't even try. I don't even think they know they are. It's just, it's just Nep, the character Neptune has taken on this really cool persona where it's more cool to, uh, you don't even have to play the game. You could just like Neptune and kind of make your way in that way. 
instead of like even playing the game. So, uh, so, but, but on to like what the series is today, dude, it fucking sucks. All right. Really? They, re- they recently released Neptune reverse as a PS five exclusive as a remake or a remaster of Neptunia rebirth one, which is a Vita game, which was oh, a, yeah, you mentioned that before. Yeah. Which is a remake of, Hyperdimension Neptunium. It was good. It's a good remake. Um, but as a PS5 exclusive, the fuck? Um, totally not worth your time. And and I think that kind of comes into a question that I would like to ask to you is like, where where do these obscure Japanese games go? Like, like they have this, they have this style down, right? Like this anime style. But you can't go like over over realistic, yeah. and I, I kind of like the way that Bandai Namco's going with their like Tails characters. But I don't see like Neptunia being able to pull that off. You know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm I I would like to know your thoughts. Like how how like the Atelier series and like this this like anime style. Like where do you see it going in the future? I think you know that's really tough because like. They're trying to emulate 2D anime, but you obviously can't make a 2D animated game that's mm-hmm. like an anime. Like you can do like a South Park game, but that's because that's such a simplistic style. And I think like with what the new Tales game is doing, I think you're right. They're going for kind of, you know, like a very polished anime style. So mm-hmm. it, it looks, it's still, you know, 3D models, but it's very colorful and very sharp. I think that's the way that the style's going to go unless because I, I don't know where else it can go. Like I, like you said, like you can't make it more ridiculous. Well, you can, but it won't be that appealing. I don't think so. I, it's tough, especially for niche series where, you know, you're relying on a small but dedicated fan base and you want to do what right by them. So do you just stick with your style, even if it becomes outdated or do you try and update it and then risk alienating some of those people, but bringing in new people? That's, it's really tough. I, I think the tales series is like the best example of where it's going, but I, I don't know what else you can really do. Cause you can, you can get the style really nicely in 3d games. Like I've been, I just started the great ace attorney and it's, you know, it's like an anime style in 3d, but it looks very nice. And the characters are very, are very distinct in anime like, so I, I think it can be done, but with a niche series, you have to be really careful. Yeah. The problem with these games is that they look, they look like the same game that we played on PS3. They look yeah. like you look at an Neptunia game and you're like, well, it kind of looks like a PS3 game. And I'm afraid that, that idea would one limit new players and and ultimately hurt the series to grow in the future uh but i mean you have costume breaks right Mm -hmm. but how realistic can you get these costume breaks i mean until it starts being a little like oh this looks too real i think there's like that school schoolgirl zombie hunter game that axis brought over a really bad game um but uh, but it tried to do some like Unreal Engine esque like girls, 
and it yeah. just it just looked awkward even with the costume breaks so it's like fuck like this isn't cute <laughs> yeah you have to lean into like because you can't use the same assets forever like i remember for a while like every kingdom hearts game used the ps2 models mm-hmm. and everyone was like what's three gonna look like so i i think you do have to update but you have to be careful or it ends up like you said where it's like this is weird so yeah you you have to not go overly you know stylized but enough that it's still anime i guess yeah and, you, and then you have like uh the center and kagura games which i mean fans and myself included will tell you that the story is good and it's an it's a good story but this is this is what you would call like a baka game you know like uh like it's just insanity you know it's it's yeah it's it's meant to it's meant to be crazy um yeah. it's not it's not meant to be taken seriously it's not it's like a uh, a joke along amongst itself um but people do tie themselves to these characters and i mean that's fine um i'm just kind of I just don't know if there's a place for Senran Kagura in the future, you know? I don't know if I need another Senran Kagura. I don't know if I need another Hyperdimension Neptunia. It's it's crazy to say that stuff, but from Compile Heart, they had the Mary Skelter series, and that was arguably one of my favorite series from them, and it was just a dungeon crawler, but it just proves that they can create new IPs and just yeah. run with them um i think with neptunia i've had my adventures with her you know um and i'm yeah, sure everyone else has purpose yeah i die i'm in the camp where i just don't know if i if i need these games um and just and i'm not saying and i don't want to be like taken out of context i love the 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 craziness and the the fan service i love i that that's something that i I really enjoy um, from a Baka player of yeah. like, but, um, but I think we could do, I think we could do something different. I think these studios can do something different um, with, I don't know. It's, it's how, where, where do you go? You know, where do you go? Where do you go from here? Like we've Tamsoft always makes these sh- shitty little fucking hack and slash games and they're making another one and we're like is this one going to be fucking different no it's going to be a collaboration and we're going to play it because we like these characters but it's going to we're going to beat it and we're going to pull it out with our friends maybe once but it's never yeah it's never gonna it's never gonna last you know it's it's not not, anyone's favorite game it's not gonna be it's not gonna have the same impact on it i doubt that the neptunia series will have the same impact that it did on the playstation 3 like it did with me making someone a fan of JRPGs. I don't know if they, there's just too many games back then. The PS3 had no JRPGs um, getting, getting an RPG on the play. RPGs started coming out on the PS3 when the PS4 was already out. Um, and then we kept getting them, you know, Zelia two kept, you know, like games kept coming out um, on the PS3 Uh so I don't know. I think I'm just interested to see what, what happens with this series, but I don't think this is going to be 
what it needs to to get new fans. So I'm looking forward to the game, but I can't say that I think I'll think about it next year, you know, or yeah. 10, min- 10 minutes after I play it. Yeah, that's completely fair. You know, those games where you're like, oh, that was, that was good. And then 10 minutes yeah. later, you're like, yeah. yeah. Move you on. Look back when you're trying to pick your game of the year list, and you go, oh, yeah, I played that. Right. I, I gave it a I gave it an eight. Hmm. hmm. Okay. All right. I stand by a lot of the scores because I think I score games when I play them at the time. And I think like when you're angry, like when you're angry, you're like going to be angriest right in the beginning. And then it all goes down from there. You know, like you're, you're only going to be your angriest once and similar to like games, you're only going to like them as much as you do at that, that plateau, you know, and then it's on the peak. Yeah. Very few games kind of surpass that. I think Fuga melodies of steel will stay with me for a while. Um, and there's, there's some other games that definitely last, but, um, but yeah, I don't think this Senron Kagura game will. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So, so, uh, listeners, viewers, let us know what you, uh, what games you got you into this, uh, niche genre appreciation and, uh, Kind of what you think, what you want to see from the future of the Neptunia series and the future of the Senran Kagura series. Were you a high schooler that imported Danganronpa merchandise like me? You, you did that shit? <laughs> I did that shit. I didn't have any I money. Posters and little toys. Dude, I played, I remember playing Call of Duty, Brother in Arms, I played. Yeah, I remember that. That's That was me. I did play, I, I remember like, Platinuming Resident Evil Five, you know, that's the that's shit that I—that's the shit I was. In. I think the hardest one was like the arrow while the zombie was jumping, and you had to shoot an arrow while they were yeah. in the air. Oh, that's the hardest a trophy like that. That's know. the hardest trophy. But I digress. So let us know in the comments below, and uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how you all became weebs. Mm-hmm. I think we do. Uh, I might be wrong, but I think we do have some comments that I did not address from last Ooh. week. Really? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get this, uh, trying to get my, oh, my mouse disappeared, but I will, I will check right now and see, um, if we got anything, got anything good. Let's see. Don't, don't let me down. Don't let me down. They never do. <laughs> what was where is episode? Oh, we talked to we talked about the the reboots we like to see. Oh, this is yeah. perfect. This is perfect. Um, so red red rose Mandy says, "I want a Harvest Moon: A Wonderful Life remake. It's one of my favorite games in the series already, but it has some big flaws. And a remake would a remake that is good would probably knock down Trio of Towns as my favorite in the series. Also, it would give me a chance to marry my beloved Muffy as a girl." Uh, did you have do you have any experience with uh, Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life? That's the one everyone says to play. And I've thought about buying it on PlayStation a lot of times, but I haven't played that one. But I remember I had a friend who was really into it when it came out. So So that was the that was the one that um that was developed by Marvelous and it was published oh. by Natsume. Um and it's 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 actually a story of seasons game, um, but yeah, really. From what I know, 
It's a really good game. And it came out what on the on the GameCube, I think. Yeah, I think it was PS2 GameCube. Okay. Okay, so I remember it on the GameCube. But um but yeah, uh if Natsume does that, they would be doing themselves a huge favor, but I doubt that they would give up the rights to the IP and I doubt that Marvelous would ever work with them again. Oh, it's one of those caught between two licenses kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. Um Seath says, I love modern remakes of Final Fantasy one through nine. Wouldn't we all? You know? You're speaking you're speaking to the goddamn choir over here. Um otherwise remakes or remasters of Dragon Guard one through three would be great. Yeah. I would yeah. I, I would take a collection of Dragon Guard one through three. You know what I, I would take experience it. I would take a novel idea uh novel a novelization of one through three Dragon Guard. Mm. I would take that. Um TU says Tenshu rebate uh, Tenshu reboot would be nice. And yeah, it would. Uh who does Tenshu? Yeah, that would be who, who publishes Tenshu? Fucking uh Tenshu. Oh, that's a that's a um yeah, that's what we thought that that uh, from software game was that was teased by Activision, which turned out to be Secrio. Oh, when they were teasing it, I thought it was a Tenchu, uh, a Tenchu remaster or remake, but it ended up being a Secrio. Uh, but that's a from software developed game. Um, Justin Anime says, "I wish Koei would reboot the Deception series. The creativity is there." But with a little more budget, I think the series would be much bigger and not dead. Yeah, the Deception series, I think it started off as Trapped on the PlayStation 2 or PlayStation. Or there, there's a Deception. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a ton of them. But the, the last one was four on the PS4 and our PS3. I think it came to PS4 too and Vita. Um Deception 4, though, was one of the last PS3 games, and you already know it's because they had, like, the blue ribbon uh, along the physical I games. I played this. Yeah, yeah you, you just make the traps. You just fucking make traps and, like, kill yeah. people with them and stop them from coming in. It's just fucking crazy. It's goofy and fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lozy. I'm not going Magon. Magon Negra. Mago, Mago Negro. I can't say the last. I don't know. I don't, I'm bad with names as uh, many of you. I tried. Um, Lozy. Lozy says hashtag Team Spencer, and you're not wrong. You're not says, wrong. Uh, how many special editions do you have of games and any that you would like to have but couldn't get? I have the special edition of Danganronpa 1 and 2 and tron evolution <laughs> because it was like 40 bucks and i was like i want a little light cycle statue um and i wish i had the uncharted 2 one with the dagger that goes for thousands mm, of yeah yeah i have the i think my the like star one that i have is an arno surge on vita limited edition nice and one that i wish i had was uh tales of zelia one limited edition i think the first one because i have tales of zelia 2 limited edition and i have berseria limited edition but i want the figure for zelia of course to complete the whole thing um todd b says if the question is what game to reboot 
just to put on a new console, then I would have to vote for eSWAT. That game was a game that nobody appreciated for Genesis. I'd love to see it again. I don't know what eSWAT is, Todd B. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's eSWAT. Under City Under Siege. It's a... uh, I like the cover. Yeah, it's just some fucking dude. Half half metal, half man. Um, The Sega Genesis game. Developed and published by Sega. Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, I have no idea what this game is. I guess like Todd B's idea of an Atlas Shenmue. I guess the game appeared in Sonic Ultimate Genesis Collection. Oh, I probably played it at some point then because I platted that. Yeah, that was, yeah. I guess it was. I guess it was there. Um, and uh, Cat A just says a statement. Thank you for making Thursdays awesome. You guys are the best. Oh. Yep. We 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 take a lot. We it takes a lot to get together, but we do it every goddamn week. Every week. I should be writing my Blaster Master 3 review right now, but here I am. I've had eight relatives die in the last week, and I'm still here. Wow, that's that's a Still intense. here. <laughs> the pandemic hits you. <laughs> <laughs> but I still make time for this podcast. That's Thank you. Thank you, Spencer. We appreciate your time. time. Uh, with that said... Um, I think uh, I think we're good. Good. I liked it. Goodbye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Noisy pixel.